0: Welcome back to Tales from the Service Industry. I'm your host. I'm Bill. I'm here tonight with Miss B.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Now, just a heads up, uh, a few things. Number one, it's just Miss B and I tonight. We don't have a third.
1: Yeah, party. So Yeah,
0: <laughs> we're the party. Party yeah. O2. <laughs> uh, secondly, I know that I'd said in the last episode that that was going to be it for the season, but hey, what can I say? We're back for a little sneak into your ear hole. So Miss B's got a few stories. You know what? On a serious yet stupid side note, uh, my story well is kind of dry right now.
1: <laughs> That's a good thing.
0: I don't know how to handle this. This is oh, new.
1: I'm so jealous. I want to be not bored at work, but not have crazy things and crazy people. And
0: oh no, uh, I'm not. Look, I am far from being bored at work. I just don't have. Uh, I don't have the level of dumb <laughs> that I've oh, normally been dealing with.
1: I am overflowing in it so don't worry i got you <laughs> i know well
0: that's and that's why we're gonna turn this over to you I'm, I'm sure i'll have things to
1: interject but oh i'm sure you will
0: yeah so uh it's the miss b show tonight <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> hey guys happy holidays as many of you know who are in hospitality uh holidays bring out the best and the worst in people and when you work in the industry it's usually the worst So I work at a very holiday-friendly, fun resort, hotel, whatever you want to call it, where we are very active in the holidays and we have a lot of guests, a lot of parties, a lot of events. So we are just popping during the month of December and I have the joy of getting to deal with so many of these people. And its we're not even that far into December and just the things I've seen and had to deal with is just beyond wild. I'll start with saying that our hotel has a lot of beautiful decorations for the holiday, some which include giant polar bears, that are like this, like, you can't see my arms. They're up really high. And they're really <laughs> like, tall.
0: Uh, like like a polar bear trying to reach the top shelf at the supermarket. Yes. Okay. And they're gotcha.
1: realistic looking and they're white. They scare children and animals <laughs> and, and giant penguins. And like, I don't understand the theme they were going for. But it is wintry. And we get a lot of intoxicated people as well. And intoxicated people love giant polar bears. So there's this one polar bear in the lobby that's on its fours, so it's, you know, like walking. Walking, <laughs> not like up. <laughs> it's walking. And almost every <coughs> single night I have drunk people trying to mount it, climb it, like ride it. And so this last weekend there was a group of drunk ladies that were laughing and posing with the polar bear, and one of them tried to get up on it to take a picture. To which we're like, you know, being like, ma'am, please don't do that. And then she proceeded to fall over the polar bear and then completely fall over, knock her drink over and just splat. So the amount of people that have accidents on our giant polar bears, (laughs) I don't know if that should surprise you, but it's been ridiculous. (laughs) I think think if I had
0: to report that to our loss prevention, to our insurance... (laughs) I would call the adjuster first because they're going to read that report and they're going to be like, it's Uh, it's not going to make sense to them. No. Uh, Southern California, polar bear in the lobby. (laughs) Yes.
1: Radio security. Security. Yep, we had another accident on the polar bear. (laughs) It has been wild. And we also, in the lobby, have this giant gingerbread house mansion thing, to which...
0: I can, I can <laughs> totally understand why it's a gingerbread mansion at your hotel.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? Gingerbread mansion. And it's, you know, got the candy on it and stuff. But most of the stuff on this gingerbread mansion thing are not actually editable. Edible. They're not actually edible. I can't say the word. They're it- not actually edible.
0: I, I, you know what? I would I would be fine with that. I would much prefer them to be edible. bowls.
1: <laughs> well, we've been treating this thing like it is filled with that because a lot of the stuff is plastic. And, you know, they mix glue into the frosting so it stays up. Yeah, and
0: they're expecting it to stand for the next 20-something days. Exactly.
1: So we had to – at first, we didn't have any border or anything protecting it, thinking people would, I don't know, respect the thing and not touch it. Of course, that lasted half of a day.
0: Oh, my God, it's if- Sorry, but (laughs) if people are going to ride the polar bear, you know damn well they're going to eat the gingerbread house. Well, the
1: gingerbread house came up first. Uh. And then we learned. But so we had to put up stanchions. And they're like the metal ones, you know, with the red rope that's Mm -hmm. kind of more just for a red carpet as opposed to keep people away from things. So on the weekends, we basically have someone have to post up by it to try to keep people away from it.
0: Because the velvet <laughs> stanchions don't say enough? No. Good God.
1: So this one night, I was I read it the next day in the incident report that uh, somebody had to run over and stop an adult from bending over to try to take a bite off of it. Like, and tried to bite it, to which it didn't break off. Shocking. I <laughs> had to run over and be like, sir, you can't eat. The fake ginger mansion. (laughs) I
0: I don't even know where to begin.
1: (laughs) Can you just picture this? A grown-ass adult just leaning over, like, bending over these poles to try to take a bite out of the top of this ginger mansion. (laughs) And then the head chef coming over the next day to inspect the damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> uh. yeah
0: see the one thing that i do worry about with people listening to this is this is not how we should be behaving
1: <laughs> no it's not but we don't uh. behave it's uh, people are dumb <sighs> unbelievably so like selfish i always think i can't be Stupid. surprised but i yet always get surprised by some of these people <laughs> but so on that, again, we're having all these festivities and events. And I basically had to be the Christmas cop all month long. And we were holding this particular event where there's, you know, singing and dancing and carolers and all the fun festive stuff. And I didn't think this was going to be my position, but I ended up just having to stay posted in the lobby to protect the Ginger Mansion, keep the polar bears from being violated. And then there's these... <laughs> are you okay over... No. Keep the polar bears. Oh, God. No, I'm not okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Keep the polar bears being violated. And there's this fake snow all over the ground surrounding these wonder animals. It's like cotton, you know? Okay. And then there's children that are going over to it and balling it up and then trying to have snowball fights with their parents standing in front of them watching. And I went over to to, I'm like watching this happen. So I run over and I go to the kids and I'm like, you can't do that. Why not? It's not real snow. You're ruining a decoration. And I look at the parent and I turn to them. I said, your kid can't do that. And they're like, why not? And then the parent is fighting me saying, you can't tell my kids that. I'm like, actually I can. (laughs) What what do you think? The I, but I literally have to scold the child and scold the parent for the parent to tell me I can't, like, tell their kid what to do.
0: And that is why the kid behaves the way they behave. Yep. They know they're insulated. They don't give a <gasps> shit.
1: Yep. So I've literally been the Christmas fun police. And it's been a joy. My mother actually, today, I was just bitching about the holiday and calling her. Talking. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, ah, I can't wait for this to be over. I hate December. And she's like, I hope this isn't ruining like the Christmas season for you. I'm like, ruin? <laughs> it's destroyed it. I need to get out of hell week. <laughs> Like this is I told her like I don't know how many of you guys were in high school and you know You had that like one week for you're prepping for a big tournament or whatever and it was called hell week Mm -hmm. This is my hell week (laughs) And i'm just trying to get through it
0: Okay, so the reason I was laughing so hard and I don't I didn't want to interject this into the flow and like Everything up (laughs) The reason I was laughing so hard was this you said you were basically voluntold to do this, right? Yeah, by who
1: my boss? Okay
0: (laughs) The thought that went through my head was you should have looked her square in the eye <laughs> and said, how many years have we worked together? You know, I'm Jewish. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> they put the Jew in charge of being the Christmas police. <laughs> that has not, not crossed my mind. <laughs> because the you know, funny thing is that one Christmas event where I'm having to run around yelling at children. To stop doing that shit. Uh-huh. I was wearing a blue sweater with the Star of David. Uh-huh. So it just looked like I was an angry Jew that they were <laughs> celebrating Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm literally that person in the lobby that's yelling at kids. I'm the angry Jewish screwed. <laughs> Don't eat the gingerbread house. Get off my polar bear. <laughs> oh, it's been horrible. Ah.
0: Uh- uh, all right, so after being voluntold to be the Christmas Scrooge police, no, Christmas police.
1: Christmas Jewish police. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Jewish Christmas police. The
0: the Christmas Scrooge police is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Miss Ebeneezer. <laughs> yes.
1: So on top of that, dealing with that, I'm also still the director of front office, which means I get to deal with all the wonderful people who are just so happy during the holiday season. And this week, I have got nothing but calls for cancellations for their room during holiday week, which we have a longer uh, cancellation period because we have a bunch of events going on, big events. And so there's a seven-day cancellation period.
0: Oh, and I'm sure that that is nowhere to be found on their booking confirmation.
1: Of course not. It wasn't told to them during booking. It's not in their email confirmation. They had no idea how dare we do this to them. So yesterday in particular, all I did was get screamed at all day long and got called names. At one point, people cried like all day long was just being yelled at. I'm used to being yelled. I'm I work in front office. I'm used to being yelled at. I'm used to being verbally abused. But yesterday was just boom, boom, boom. And it's like, <laughs> you know, we're answering the phone. Happy holidays. Thank you for calling. Beep. And then they're like, How dare you? I wanna cancel. And I'm like, we have a policy. And they're like, no, you don't. And just wildness. I, I don't even know where to start, but this one guy, okay, he wasn't even trying to cancel. He called to tell us that he was only going to be staying one night. And we're like, you booked two. And he's like, no, I didn't. And we're like, you did. (laughs) Oh, it's on. We provided him his confirmation that he read and opened that he'd booked two days. We provided him the audio of his reservation call to which he said, well, I'm not staying two days and you can't make me pay the second night. And we're just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Um, I, ca- you know how right now the colds and flus and COVIDs and all mm-hmm. that is going through the roof. Well, a lot of people are using that as an excuse to cancel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're saying, "Oh, I have COVID. Oh, I have COVID." I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Which I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about that. We're more than happy to help. See if we can't waive that cancellation for you. But in order to go through that process, we would need some kind of documentation or support." for that claim, so that way we can make a case to try to get that cancellation fee waived for you. And do you know how many people have provided it to me?
0: Uh, one.
1: How did you know that?
0: Because <laughs> we talked about it.
1: This just happened.
0: No, no, <clears throat> I don't even remember how long ago it was. There it was, was probably an,
1: another time.
0: There was an episode that we were talking about exactly that, that she had sent a negative COVID result
1: oh no this is a different one and then
0: you like google searched it or something and yeah. found the one that she had sent you
1: yeah no this was a different <clears throat> one so out of and i don't remember the exact amount like i have it i'm looking at my pass on from yesterday and you just scroll and it's nothing but these and then out of all of those of the people that claim to have it only one person actually sent me back a positive test but that positive test didn't have her name on it i mm. know <laughs> imagine <laughs> but it was positive
0: <laughs> imagine though it doesn't have her name on it and i
1: know and the name was something absolutely wild and not even close to being similar and i just responded back um, i'm sorry that's not your oh that's my husband and i'm like uh-huh is he on the reservation no but he's traveling i mean just stuff like that all day long and I had this one lady who was trying to cancel her reservation because she said she had eye surgery and so she couldn't travel, but it's like you it's, and I didn't say this, but isn't that something you schedule your reservations tomorrow? How did this just come up to which I then said, I- I'm sorry, but had you you know, told us in a proper amount of time. She then just started crying and then she's, she called me a monster and I was like, Wait. and at this point, it's like toward the end of the day and I'm just like, I'm so sick of this. And I said, look, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that you're going all through this. Can you provide me any kind of supporting documentation that you've had? I don't just carry around documents. And I said, look, I'm trying to help you. So obviously that conversation went nowhere. Wow. Yeah. That was all day yesterday. Just stuff like that. Like every single one was completely different. Like somebody asked me like, oh, what are they calling to cancel? Like what's their reasoning? They're all from the flu to COVID to my eye to it was wild it was insane uh-huh. insane so then, <coughs> oh, wait did you want to
0: no just that woman with the eye surgery it's like come on
1: <laughs> but no as soon as i asked her question she just started crying <laughs> and you can tell this is an older woman and she just starts crying and i'm just like
0: uh, uh, oh. someone that has always gotten their way doesn't know how to handle the word no
1: yeah So yesterday was just me dealing with adults throwing temper tantrums. And then I got to call the police on someone. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I like it. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. more. (laughs) Come on.
1: on, on, on. (laughs) So it's almost a weekly thing. Okay. But so uh, you can you can almost see this when it's coming. But OK, about two days ago, I got a call and this woman was trying to extend her reservation and I had a newer reservations agent. So she needed my help. So the, my girl didn't tell her no or anything. She was just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me go ahead and get my manager. I just need some help with this. So then I came over. She flagged me over and she put it on speaker. And then I was like, oh, and are you? Uh, yes, you're looking to extend. She's like, this is ridiculous. I'm just trying to extend my reservation. You guys are putting me through the ringer. blah blah, blah, blah And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, you just started to extend. I I came right over. I'm just here to help. And she's like, but this is ridiculous. And she's, she's like yelling. And it was like very escalated for like no reason. And so I was confused. And I calmed her down. She's like, you better provide me with an amazing rate for having to deal with this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, let me see what I can do for you. To which I then quoted her the rate that was available. So I said, I could go ahead and get you this rate. Oh, my God, thank you so much. You're just, you have no idea what I've been through. And then she starts crying. And I'm like, what is going on? And me and the reservations agent just look at each other. And then I was like, yeah, no no problem. Um, I'll go ahead and extend you two more nights and, um, uh, is there anything else I can help you with? And then she stops crying and then just starts going, you know, you guys are just at the nicest service. Like, I don't know. I can't stay anywhere else. You guys are just the best. I just can't thank you enough. What's your name? And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is cool. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. This is like two minutes and we went through like three Cibyl? different. Sybil? Yeah. Sybil, <laughs> is that you? Three wildly different emotions. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm on a little roller coaster with this lady. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, no problem. I, I hope you have a great night. And then the next day, housekeeping is calling down to me, being like, they need my help. And they're like, this lady, she keeps calling us and requesting things. But there's a do not disturb sign on her door. But because she keeps calling, we knocked. And we could hear people talking in the room. But nobody answers the door and it goes all quiet when we knock. <laughs> I was like, what? So I look at the room and of course it's this guest and I'm like, oh, this one. So I try calling the room. It's off the hook. She's unplugged it. And so I then try calling her cell phone. Doesn't answer. So I ended up texting her cell phone because we have like a program to do that. And I said, uh... Mrs. Karen. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Karen. We, we've been trying to go into your room. You requested your light service. You requested your light vacuum. You also said you needed help with using your coffee maker. We've been trying to knock. You're not answering, but your dog's barking and people can hear you in the room. So can you let us know what a good time to come back would be? No response.
0: <laughs> Shocking.
1: <laughs> and then I get a call from the restaurant that there's a woman with a dog and she's just letting the dog roam around with no leash on So the restaurant manager goes up to her and says, look, you need to leash your dog. Your dog shouldn't even be in this restaurant. But she kept, you know, waving the service dog thing.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And then (laughs) he's like, yeah, that's great. But it needs to be on a leash. To which she said she didn't have one, that she lost it. So then they asked her to leave, to which she begrudgingly left the restaurant. And then I guess started wandering around. And then security got a call because the dog went into an event room, was jumping up on the buffet table, trying to eat the food. So then security got involved and said, ma'am, your dog needs to be on a leash or we're going to have to ask you to leave. To which she starts crying, saying she doesn't have a leash, she doesn't know where it went, have you seen my dog's collar? And then is asking people if they've seen her dog's collar, to which security says you need to go to your room now. And that was in the afternoon.
0: You're on timeout.
1: Yeah. Puts her in timeout. Later that evening, when she kept asking for bottles of wine, she liked wine. Then we get a call later in the evening where she's ordered room service. And she ordered a bunch of different things, one being salmon salad or something. And the room service gets delivered. Five minutes later, she calls down to room service and is irate and yelling because she had ordered salmon and salmon was never brought up, to which the chefs assured them there was salmon on that meal. But the staff just apologized and brought up another salmon. The restaurant manager went and brought up the salmon. And when she opened the door, when he was bringing it in, he saw the salmon in the dog bowl so she gave the salmon to the dog and then took the salmon and then proceeded to yell at him so he wrote like an email pass on about how crazy this person is so now we're at yesterday (laughs) and that was the day before (laughs) and i'm just like miss Karen. i'm done i'm done and i was like just just do one more thing i swear just do one more thing I'm in the middle of being yelled at by all these people on the phones. And security comes into my office and was like, hey, Miss Karen, room 1234. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're evicting her. I was like, great. What'd she do? They're like, her dog's wandering around event spaces again, trying to jump up and get the food. And I was like, okay, I'll be right out. <laughs> so it gets one to cover the calls. I go out there. I I don't know what it is with rich, entitled, without using the word crazy. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you just used <laughs> yeah. rich and entitled. I think, just, that, I think that sums it up.
1: Right? But also with a few screws loose. And they love little fluffy white dogs. Mm-hmm. Remember the last one I told you about with the manifesto? Mm-hmm. This was almost... My security asked if it was the same person. And I'm like, no,
0: nope. I was going to ask.
1: It basically is, but it wasn't. Not the same lady, not the same dogs. I remember them very well.
0: They need to be introduced.
1: I know. They would be... BFFs. I'm surprised if someone told her about EMF waves, I'm sure she would like go off. <laughs> Remember, she was scared of those. The last one, yes, <laughs> and the rat traps or whatever else. Oh man,
0: wow, that woman,
1: right? So, I go out to the desk, and security's standing there, and he's just have no patience with the He's like, Look, you gotta go. She's like, I don't have anywhere to go, I can't go, and I have to like go up to the desk. We think, Mia, look. You can't stay here tonight. So, there's only two ways this can go. One, you go up to your room, you get your stuff, you come down, you leave. Two, we call the police. They come here, they make you leave, and you still have to leave. So, you know, let's make this easier on both of us. Why don't you go upstairs and get your belongings and get out?
0: <laughs> wow. Op- option A was the best option?
1: Yes. Wow. It's <laughs> shocking. I
0: know. <laughs>
1: it to makes which she's so proud. <laughs> to which she chose. Which one do you think she picked? Oh, God.
0: You know, it pains me to not have to think about any of it (laughs) and just know that she went with option B. No. What?
1: Hidden option C. Oh. Hidden option C.
0: Okay. What what was that?
1: Refuses to get her stuff. Uh Uh-huh. The police come Uh and say she's in no condition to leave.
0: Ooh, curveball.
1: We'll take her to the hospital, but she can't take her stuff. So you people have to bag it all and store it and crazy. will come back to get it tomorrow. Hmm. So she got taken off by the police and she waved. The, I want to go to the hospital card, which by the way, when she was talking to me, she was saying she wanted to go to the hospital. And I said, okay, would you like me to call 911 for you? And she said, no. And I said, well, how do you want to get to the hospital? I don't know, but I need to go to the hospital said, okay, I can call 911. So she chose to have the police drive her to the hospital. Hmm. And then we had to bag up all of her stuff, which, by the way, was she'd moved into the room.
0: Mm, not surprised.
1: Right? Not surprised. So we had to bag up all her stuff, bring it down to the bell closet and store it. The really sad thing about this, though, was when all of this was going down, her dog was still roaming around with no leash. And so when the police were sitting there talking to her, the dog kept jumping up on the officer and he was getting... He owed. Yeah, I and, can imagine. And he's like, ma'am, you need to restrain your dog. You need to, I don't have a leash. I don't have a leash. And then they're asking us, and I'm like, trying to find a rope. And we sent an engineer to go find a rope. So you then. Couldn't,
0: you couldn't find a short one?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> we had nothing. I was like, you could tie some trash bags together. Like, that's about it. Yeah. So then, one of the busers from the restaurant ended up having to sit there and hold the dog the entire time while this is all going down. So she gets taken away by the police. The dog goes somewhere. I don't know, because it didn't stay. And then they're gone. And I'm like, great. Talk to security. They're like, yeah, we're going up and we're going to put everything in trash bags. She has to come get it tomorrow. I was like, yeah, of course. So I get texts at 5 a.m. That Miss Karen is calling for me to get her stuff. At 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And I said, and I, to which I answered. And I said, "Uh, I don't have her stuff. It's stored in the luggage closet. She can come get it whenever she wants. She needs to get her and get it out today. To which they relayed the message. And then when I got in, she kept calling for me. I spoke to her three times today. Every single time telling her the same thing. She knows where we are, but she kept having to call and like reiterate. I said, we've talked. This is now the third time we've talked today. But you've talked to my staff as well. You know we have your belongings. You know where it is. What more can I answer for you? To which she then was like going off of me saying, uh, oh, the first time she called, she asked me where her dog was. And I I said, I said, I don't know when you got taken away by the police. It went when you guys did. I don't know where it is. To then the third time she called back, she's like, I found my dog. She's like, my dog's being taken away from me because of you. I hope you're happy. And I said, ma'am, I didn't take your dog. That was all you and your actions. I said, you're the one who chose to behave like that. You're the one who put your dog in that position. And the police officer obviously felt you were not a fit pet parent. So that was their decision, not mine. And that was all on you. To which she's then said, oh, you're unbelievable and hung up on me.
0: Wow. She, she really didn't like her actions being rewarded, did she? No. Mm.
1: Yeah. So pretty sure the dog's in the pound now. And once it gets a good shave and a meal, I'll probably find an amazing home. <clears throat> and I hope it's not with her.
0: Well, I mean, it was eating salmon the other night pretty good meal
1: (laughs) it was so sad though so that you could tell like i don't know a lot about like different breeds of dogs but you know when you could tell there's a difference with dogs with hair and fur yeah so this one it's was a white fluffy dog and its hair was so long and so like matted and not brushed taking care of it was like discolored like it Mm. looked like a fluffy unkept mop that we all felt so bad for it we're like she obviously does not take care of that dog I'll get adopted. Yeah. It was so friendly, too. It let it was so happy when people held it. You know, it was trying to jump up and say hi to people. Nicest dog. Like, please take me away from this situation. <clears throat> yeah, so that was my day yesterday. Um.
0: <laughs> Man, you've won this episode.
1: <laughs> from violated polar bears, too.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I don't even... I, oh, jeez. I'm going to have to listen to this just to... Like, get my head around all of it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. And the sad thing is, like, I feel like that's enough. Starting tomorrow is the event of the season that everything else has been child's play up until. And I'm terrified. Tomorrow in particular, I have to work over a 12-hour day. Oof. Yes, I have to go in and be the opening M.O.D. And then I have the holiday shift from 5 to 8.30 where I essentially walk around and I'm the Jewish Christmas cop and I yell at people to get off my polar bears and to stop eating my gingerbread mansion.
0: Grinchmas.
1: (sighs) I get to be the Grinchmas for the next five days, and my station is the lobby. Oof. They put me in the lobby with all the things.
0: Are you going to wear blue again?
1: Oh, of course. (laughs) I have to play the role. Oh, and I forgot. Did I tell you that there's penguins too?
0: Yeah, you know, I was actually going to loop back to that because I'm a little confused by the designer that they put penguins and polar bears together because they don't ever meet each other.
1: It's the weirdest thing. And they're standing next to each other and they're like life size. So like these polar bears are big and these penguins are up to your hip. And if I had a dime for every time I've seen a guy take a picture in front of the penguin with it at waist level, I would be... I'd have a good few hundred bucks by now. That's been my last few weeks. I'm scared for this event the rest of the week. So
0: the last few weeks have really, like, they've ranged from juvenile to insane.
1: Yes. People fall in, people, like, the drunk holiday shenanigans are out of control. The adults and the children are all behaving badly in the name of the holidays. And I'm having to sit there, run around yelling at people.
0: <sighs> kind of makes me feel like we need to coin a word like dumpidity. <laughs> We're being dumb and stupid collide.
1: <laughs> yes. They're like the epitome of that plus some. D- the epitome
0: of dumb-pidity. <laughs>
1: Yes.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh my God. Uh, it's for all the people who love the holidays. They aren't people that have to work the holidays.
0: Oh, good Lord.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of retail workers out there that just cringe as soon as It gets around that time of Thanksgiving when the holiday songs turn on, the decorations come out, we all go, budge!
0: (laughs) I think, you know, I think we all cringe, A. And B, I think we really, I mean, everybody needs to remember that nobody wants to work the holidays.
1: So be nice to the people who are having to work it.
0: Yes. You know, it's like, it drives me nuts when I hear people talk about how like, I would rather be in Aspen right now. Yeah, well, you know what, I would rather just be home. So, I'd rather
1: not be, be here talking to you. Yeah, like, so
0: be nice. <laughs> I, You know, we can't all have what we want. You want to be an Aspen. I don't want to be in front of you. <laughs> you know? Same. It's like, be nice to people.
1: And it's funny because, like, I talk to people like my mom, who has been a stay-at-home mom for, like, ever... And hasn't really been in the workforce for a long time. And she thinks, oh, well, you're having to work a lot of the holidays. That, that probably means that you're going you know, people are going to be a lot nicer because it's around the holidays. And I'm like, it's actually the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. More people are mean. More people are nasty. More people yell. I've already in the last week, in the last six days, I've had one desk agent and one concierge made cry. I'm a pretty strong individual. I think you can tell by like my persona and how I am. I got yelled at so much yesterday. Yesterday was so hard, so long. At one point, I shut my door to my office and I just cried. And I didn't let anybody see because I am strong boss lady. But there's only so much beating you can take before you're like, God, like, give me a break. I'm a human. I'm just enforcing the policies that I did not make. It is my job to sit here and take your sh- and smile and say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but
0: here's, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on one thing and say that here's your flawed logic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you made them or not. It doesn't matter who made them. They agreed to whatever was stated. It's true. That's on them.
1: You would think, but certain people don't think they can do any wrong and it's always your fault and you're doing this to me. Like mm-hmm. me personally, I'm doing this to them. Oh yeah. I'm like, Karen, I don't know you. <laughs> like I didn't make your reservation. You did.
0: I used to deal with it all the time. You know, somebody books through a third party today <laughs> yes. for today. They come in today. They decide they don't want to stay and they want to cancel today. <laughs> we have a we have a forty eight hour cancellation policy. The company uh. you book through has a forty eight hour cancellation policy. You you want us to violate policies because why? I
1: know, and it's funny. On that, there was this lady who booked a reservation and her check-in was the 11th, right? I'm just picking a date. Her check-in was the 11th. She booked it about a month before. So she booked it well in advance. The day of check-in, she calls and says she can't come because she woke up with a fever and she's sick. Okay, it happens, right? Maybe you didn't realize the night before. The desk agent apologizes, asks if that she can submit a kind of supporting documentation, you know, that she's no, sick. No, that's against HIPAA. any kind of supporting documentation you know it doesn't have to say your name your birth date or what you even have supporting documentation from a doctor to say that you can't travel simple enough i mean shoot guys it's not even that hard if i emailed my doctor and said i'm sick can i get a note so i don't have to they'd probably send me one without Mm -hmm. even having to see me so we ask for that and uh to which she says well (sighs) i can't get that Like, okay, then you can still cancel, but you're going to be charged one night room and tax because you're calling on the day up. Oh, that's just ridiculous. I'm going to go ahead and uh, dispute this with my credit card company. Okay.
0: Your call is being recorded.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? We're like, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way, but that is the policy. So she hangs up and upset. She then calls someone in our sales department whom they've worked with before. And that person in the sales department comes at me and the reservations manager is like, this is ridiculous. Why aren't you weaving it for this person? And we show her all the notes that she called the day of, tried to cancel because she was sick and couldn't provide any kind of supporting documentation. Well, you, can you please, for my records, send me the policy that that is what needs to be done? And I was like, oh, okay. To which I then sent her the screenshot of the emailed confirmation that was sent out, a screenshot that she received and opened it on the the day she booked it, and then I attached the recorded call of her making the reservation to which the reservation agent informed her of the cancellation policy and asked, do you agree with these terms? And the woman said, yes, I agree. I attached all three of those. And I said, here you go. Please let me know if you have any questions, to which she was just said, thanks. And the, <laughs> the reservation manager is like, nice. <laughs> I was like, here you go. <laughs> Jeez. Enjoy your tea.
0: Same kind of person will eat the entire steak and then complain about it. <laughs> that too. Ugh, those people.
1: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, <sniffs> and a happy new year. <laughs>
0: Keep working on that.
1: Oh, uh, you know, Ah uh, oh, uh, Miss B. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs>
0: By the sound of it, this next week is going to be rough for you. Very. So, yes. I'd like to say in advance, I'm sorry for the terrible things people are going to say to you. Thank you. I'd like to say in advance, I'm sorry for tears you're probably going to shed behind closed doors.
1: For myself and the polar bears.
0: I I feel sorry for those polar bears too. (laughs) But while I feel sorry for you, I sincerely hope you get some really good stories for another episode.
1: Oh, I will. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to come back with a lot of fun stuff to tell.
0: (laughs) It may be between seasons. Yeah. <laughs> it may be part of season two. Who knows?
1: Yeah. We'll You're, see where it goes.
0: You'll get to be surprised. <laughs> so on that note, let's cut this here then. All right. All right. So thanks for checking in with us in an off-season, out-of-sequence mini-episode? Yeah. Question mark? Whatever. <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, we're having fun. Hopefully you are too. Hope you have a happy holidays and a safe one. And we will see you next year for season two.
1: Bye, guys. Happy holidays.